Hey guys, welcome back to No Rain, No Rainbows podcast. So glad you're tuning in. This is a podcast about reaching your full potential, living your best life. And we always know that when we have big goals, it doesn't come easy. We're going to have to go through some hard times to get to the rainbows that we want in life. Joining me today, very special episode for you, Courtney Epps. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. All right. It's a pleasure. And first and foremost, beautiful home. Thank you for welcoming us into your home today. You're welcome. Thank you for coming. Now, I know you're very busy. And for the folks listening that might not know who you are, probably thinking, okay, who are we going to be listening today? Give them a quick resume on, on who it is you are and what it is you do. Okay, so first off, I am um, a mother of six. Mm -hmm. So I have uh, six children ranging from 16 to six. And uh, we have been living in Greenville for the last four years. I'm originally from a small town called Ainer, South Carolina, about 20 miles from Myrtle Beach. So most people don't know about it. I started uh, started college when I was 16. I was a, a fast achiever. I wanted to uh, get finished with college. So by the time I was 20, I had a five-year accounting degree. And I had a two-week-old, so I got married and had a baby. And um, I worked for a really large CPA firm while I was in college and outside of college, and I realized I did not want to work for anybody for very long. So that lasted for about a year, and for the last 17 years now, I've been working on my own, owning my own business. And for the longest time, I didn't want to be an accountant uh, because I saw that all they did was work January through April, and they didn't have a family life. So I followed it. I have owned just about everything you can think of. I've had an advertising company. I have. Um, I worked for Aflac as an insurance agent. Uh, became extremely successful in insurance. Owned my own property and casualty agency as well as an accounting firm. And in 2011, I sold that with 3,500 clients. And I had about 62 companies that we represented. And so I've done a lot. I've had retail stores, you name it. I have uh, been involved in it. And for the last, uh, for the last couple of years, I've just really focused on my CFO work. So I am a fractional CFO for about 18 companies ranging from half a million dollars a year in sales to $13 million. And they are from here to Hawaii. So wow. I've got my largest, my largest client is in La Jolla, California, a plastic surgery center there. So we are completely different uh, accounting firm. We don't do just taxes. We don't do just cost accounting. So my goal is to come in and help a client not only save them money in taxes, but to also help them grow their business. Mm -hmm. And what I find is that clients are overpaying, not because they don't have a bookkeeper or an accountant, but the bookkeeper and the accountant are not on, on the same page. And bookkeepers don't understand tax knowledge and accountants don't understand bookkeeping usually. And so it's costing clients thousands and tens of thousands of dollars. So I really love the consulting end and tax strategy that's around that. So that's what I do. And uh, we homeschool our six kids here. And my husband works from home and, and I work from home and we have three full-time employees. So it's wow. kind of crazy some yeah. days. Yeah. And certainly going to want to jump in on the tax a little bit more, but sounds like life comes at you fast yes. and you've been able to keep up. Where, where does that drive come from? So, I mean, I've just always wanted to have 
I'm extremely competitive, so I've always wanted to just be better. Um, not better than anybody else, but just to be a better person. And the biggest thing that I have learned is if you help enough people get exactly what you want, what they want, then you'll automatically get what you want. And so I've followed that with Zig Ziglar forever. And I just love that. The more I help people, the more that God gives back to me. So it's been, it's been an amazing ride. Um, there has definitely been some, some downs. Um, but there's definitely, you know, every single day gets better and better uh, from here on out. So I, I feel like when when God puts things in your path, if you follow him the way you're supposed to, everything works out. And if you don't, he's going to show you really quickly you're going down the wrong path. Yeah. And, and you mentioned some some peaks and valleys. What are some of the, the valleys you've experienced and what are some of, I guess, maybe the wrong paths that you've been on? Yep. So I had my insurance agency that I told you about and I, it became extremely stressful and I got extremely sick because I was always working. I was bad about telling people no. So my client base just kept getting bigger and bigger and I got more stressed out. So I, I actually put it up for sale mm-hmm. and the guy sold it to quit paying me after four months. And so the biggest thing for me is that I didn't hire an attorney to review the documents that I signed and I pretty much gave him the company. And so I lost everything that I had eight years ago and I had to end up rebuilding back. So I lost, I lost about a quarter of a million dollars. I lost a house. I lost cars and, wow. you know, ended up in a divorce as well. Um, and that ended up really good for me now, but, <laughs> um, I've got an amazing husband, but you know, you, you realize that money's not not always worth the time that's spent. And I was working about a hundred hours a week. So it actually turned into a major blessing for me. It allowed me to figure out who I was and to calm down and be able to stay at home and work with my kids. So I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy that it happened. It was not fun at the time. And then, uh, the lump sum that I got from my payoff for my lawsuit, cause we ended up, um, settling out of a lawsuit, the IRS took about $47,000 of that in a day. Yeah. So that was not fun, but um, it definitely was a learning experience. What kind of, of mindset did you have through that experience? What, what was going through your head? What kind of uh, attitude did you have in that? Well, I tried to file bankruptcy. Um, during that time, I wanted to file a Chapter 11 bankruptcy, and I found out really quickly that I couldn't afford to file the bankruptcy. So I couldn't afford the payments. Mm-hmm. So I had to voluntarily withdraw that bankruptcy. And that just, it hit me. It was either, there was no way to go lower at that point to me. And so I had to figure out a way to grow. And because I had a five-year non-compete in the entire state of South Carolina for insurance and accounting, wow. I could not get a job. And every time that I would try to get a job, the owner, the old, the new owner of my company would threaten to sue the owner of the company I was trying to work for. So I was unemployable. So it was either go up or, or stay down. And I was not willing to do that. My children do not need to see that I fail and give up. So I started a fundraising company at that time. And that ended up being a quarter of a million dollars a year. And in a year I had 17 employees and we did screen printing and vinyl signs and banners and Mm -hmm. We figured it out. And then when my non-compete uh, came up and I moved to Greenville, I was able to build my business back like I was supposed to. What was the spark for that that fundraising company? What was the the creative idea that came out of that? How did that well, come? 
I just always wanted to give back, and I am creative, although I'm an accountant. Um, I don't think I was supposed to be an accountant. I think I was just supposed to help people. So a friend of mine actually had four years' worth of sales tax returns that she had not filed, and she owned a vinyl sign and banner company, and she was doing well. And I was like, well, I don't know what else I can do. I mean, I can't. I know insurance and I know accounting. Maybe I'll just learn how to do vinyl signs and banners. Yeah. So that was just, I mean, it was just, that was the next thing that came along that I had to figure out a way to make an income for my family. Now, picking up those tools and kind of starting from scratch again, mm-hmm. what was it like knowing you're trying to rebuild yourself, but building others? Well, the biggest thing, I think, when you're, when you hit rock bottom, you don't think about the money. You don't think about anything else but the time that you lost. Mm-hmm. And so the three and a half years that I put into my business growing that, the only thing that I got from that was the time that I lost with my children. And so I started really focusing on how I could grow a business along with my children. And that's why I refused to, to work outside of my house because I know if I get an office that I'm going to be away from them, and that's not what I want. I want them to be able to see work ethic every day, but then I want to be with them. So I may be working at my office at my desk, but they're with me every single day. And so I learned how to combine my work life and my living with my family and having a life um, together. So I think that's a that was probably the biggest thing I learned from that. Yeah. And I think you're certainly not alone in terms of that desire. I think the trend in recent years has been talking about the work-life balance. And, and since we've been here talking a little bit, you speak a lot about home-based businesses. What's the importance of having a home-based business and what are some of the benefits? So uh, I heard some statistics a couple months ago and it really, it really affected me. And um, I have been used to, for the last 17 years, all I've ever really done was corporate returns. And I got involved in some affiliate-based companies, network marketing companies, direct sales, whatever you want to call them. And I started educating myself. Actually, someone in, in one of the uh, companies asked me if I'd do their tax return. And they were a true W, W-2 employee and did not have a business. So I've always done business owners and then I would turn around and do their personal tax return. So I didn't really understand the the big deal of having a home-based business. So I did this tax return for this lady, and I saved her $4,100 more than she'd ever gotten back on her tax return before. Wow. And that hit me that if we could just educate the population on having a home-based business, that it would save them money. So the statistics that I heard, and I went and looked them up to make sure that they were legit, and the average household income makes $60,000 a year. So two-parent household, sixty grand a year, they're paying $14,000 in taxes. That means that they're taking home $46,000 a year, and the cost of living in America is $53,000. That doesn't add up. <laughs> no, it doesn't. So they're going in the whole $7,000 a year. And in Greenville, it's actually $63,000 a year for cost of living. So if you go to work every day, 40 hours a week, 52 weeks a year, like school educates you to do, go to school, get good grades and go get a good job, then you're going in debt $7,000 a year. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's no expenses you can write off unless you want to have more kids or you want to get a bigger mortgage. Um, So if we can just teach people how to have a home-based business, I don't care what it is. Anything that you're passionate about, I don't care if it's if it's a videography company, I don't care if it's a, um, a nutrition company, it doesn't really matter. The average person is going to save four to $8,000 a year. Right. So they're actually getting ahead 
Plus, they can start making some extra money so that one day they don't have to work that 40 hours a week, 52 weeks a year. And we know you help folks do this. Anyone that might be listening right now might have a passion, might not know their passion. How do they get started? Where can they start educating themselves and take the first steps? So we have um, on our website, otbtax.com, there are some webinars and videos that actually teach you how to have a home-based business, the deductions that you can write off. We have a YouTube channel as well. Um, that is OTB Tax that you can find out some more information. And, you know, you give us a call. We'll be willing and more than happy to do a tax strategy session with you just to walk you through and help you find that passion. So I've aligned myself with some companies that I feel are very appropriate in the network marketing industry and the affiliate marketing industry. And I will help in any way that I can to push people to what they're passionate about. One thing that I have uh, started doing with my company I got involved with social giving, and that's probably why I work so hard every day um, because it's not about money anymore. It's about giving. So for every dollar that comes into our company, we feed a serving of whole food plant-based nutrition to children in need through a company called Manor Relief, and they are the only nonprofit in the world that feeds whole food plant-based nutrition to children. Every other company feeds synthetics and they're just an amazing company. So when we started doing that, it not only, it not only did something in my brain and helped me start actually, uh, I got happy about working (laughs) and I got my children involved in that vision of we are eradicating childhood malnutrition. And since April 15th, we've been able to actually, uh, feed 202,000 servings of food to children in need. And so that is my passion. And I found that passion through a nutrition company that was doing the exact same thing with a buy one, give one model. And I just had to, I I got to a point in April that I was like, I'm not feeding kids. Like a child dies every six seconds. I have got to figure out a way that I can partner with Manor Relief and help these kids. And so that has been the most amazing part of my life is just being able to give back. I love hearing the passion in your story and kind of comparing the the two chapters of your life before working for someone else, working in the business to where you are now. What would you say is the biggest difference of your drive or of what your, your why would be? Well, when you work for someone else, and I mean, we all, you know, especially as business owners, we all need employees. Uh, you lose that uh, attention that you have with clients. So you actually don't get to see what you're doing on a daily basis. So a bookkeeper doesn't really understand how big of a deal they are. And their employer does not explain how big of a deal they are and how much they're really changing somebody's life. But if you if you think about it, if I'm someone's bookkeeper or their accountant and I can come in and save them $10,000 this year on their taxes, that is life changing. That is so many hours that you can now spend with your family or so many things that you can pay off so you can actually have a life. So I love helping people save money and that is, that is huge and that is life changing for them. And then I love feeding kids and I also love feeding my kids, right? And so if I go to work for someone, there's no way I could feed all my kids. And, and I was telling one of my employees yesterday, 
nobody would hire me. I mean, I would always be off work because my kids have something going on. So I get to work around my schedule. I get to do what I want to do. I don't like people telling me what to do. So I definitely wouldn't work well with others. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I don't even like my clients telling me what to do, but they do. And I, and I listen and I help them, but that that why gets lost when you're an employee and you're only doing one certain thing every single day. So I, I do try to relate to our employees, you know, how many kids we're feeding and what we're doing and how many lives that we're changing and how much money we've saved these people so that they can be a part of what I see on a daily basis. Really opening up the lines of communication yes. there. Now, you mentioned talking about taxes and when you have a home-based business, as much as you can kind of give us in terms of tips and, and things like that, how are some ways we could save money with taxes? So the biggest thing if, is if you have a business or a home-based business and you're making any sort of money, the, you need to be an LLC. And the reason why um, is that an LLC not only limits liability, but it also allows you to do one specific thing, and that is to treat your business as an S corporation for tax purposes. And what that will do for you is that will allow you to bypass self-employment taxes, which is 15.3% of every dollar that a business owner makes wow. goes to pay self-employment taxes. And then on top of that, they have to pay federal and state taxes. So by having that S corp, it just say you made $30,000 this year, that would be $4,500 in taxes that you don't have to pay. So there's some stipulations to that and don't, you know, you need to call us and we'll help you walk through how to do that. The other thing is, is that you need to take a paycheck if you are an S corporation. And the reason why is because this year there's a new tax law that allows you a 20% Pass through entity deduction. So that means if you made the same 30,000, 6,000 of that, you would not have to pay taxes on if you had a paycheck from your business. Hmm. So, um, there are some major tax laws that have come into play to help save money. I think the biggest one is the vehicle deduction. So if you buy a new vehicle this year, there are some major depreciation deductions that you can take. And I actually have created a webinar that will give you that new tax law. It's about 20 minutes and I'll be glad to send that to everyone. But the biggest thing people just don't understand is that by owning a business, especially in your house, you can write off business use your home, which is huge. So normally three to $5,000 a year in deductions that you can take. So a portion of your house can be depreciated, a portion of your furniture, your meals, your mileage, your cell phone, all of those things can be tax deductible if you own a home-based business. And the IRS just determines that it, it is tax deductible if you're attempting to earn income. So you don't have to wait until you make an income to take that deduction. You can actually wow. take the deduction if you're attempting. So if I am going to meet someone and share with them what I do, then I'm attempting to earn income. Whether I make money or not is irrelevant. It's just that I'm attempting to do that. Wow. Certainly a, a lot of things <laughs> to learn on yes. this topic. We'll, we'll let people know how they can reach you in a little bit, but I guess... One of my last questions is, what's next for you? What's the next plan? So we are coming out with a subscription-based model in March um, that I, I'm very passionate about. I want to help everybody, but I can't help everybody on a case-by-case um, -case basis. So what we're trying to do is help everybody get the same knowledge. So that subscription-based model will include a tax software. It will include access to us every single week so they can get information that I'm giving my CFO clients and my tax clients um, on a weekly or monthly basis. And then our my book will be coming 
rolling out February 1st. So it'll nice. be printed January 5th. So I'll have it. And then it is expected to be in 2000 bookstores and on Amazon February 1st. So, you know, a lot of big things to come. I mean, our goal is just to keep growing. Um, every six seconds, a child dies from malnutrition. So there's about 600, um, that's a, six million children die a year from malnutrition. Uh -huh. So I need to make that much money so I can help keep that from happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm just extremely passionate. I love giving back. Um, we are going to grow and grow and grow. Our, our business has just been massive in the last year. I went to a Tony Robbins event. Uh, last June and it was life changing. I mean, it, it just in a matter of a day, my business doubled. Was it his date with destiny event? N nope. But, um, I'm supposed to be going to date with destiny in two weeks. Nice. And I'm a platinum partner with Tony Robbins now. So every event for all of 2019, I will be at with him. But nice. what Tony taught me is that. And for the longest time, when you lose in business or when you fail, you believe that you can't grow. And for the longest time, I was self-sabotaging myself because I didn't want to be a professional because I was scared that I was going to lose again, that I was going to make a stupid decision. And so I went to that event and we had some other personal things going on that I really couldn't deal with at the time. And he just made me realize that you can be happy no matter what. And so if you turn on the right music, happy music, something that makes you happy and you jump up and down, it affects the physiology in your body and you actually become happy. Mm -hmm. It's the craziest thing and it works. <laughs> and the other thing was that I had completely had self uh, limiting beliefs and I didn't feel like I was worthy. So I immediately came out of that, um, out of that one day, I was there for five hours with him and I immediately came out of there. And the next day, my income increased $6,000 a month. Wow. So we have grown six times since, since that uh, time that I met with him. And then in August, we went, I went back for five days for business mastery and it was life changing as well. So, um, I'm expected to actually be speaking to his trainers and teaching them tax strategy so they can teach that to all the people who actually come to Tony Robbins. So wow. I, my goal and, and it will happen is by August 19th of 2019 to be on stage with Tony Robbins. Speaking into existence. I, I can't wait for that day. And there's so much of what you just said that I'd love to jump into, but I want to be respectful of our listeners time. So let me take this opportunity to invite you back on the podcast when your book comes out, February, yes. 2019, February 1st, yes, February 1st. Uh, before the book release or when the book's released, I'd love to have you back on the podcast. Talk a little bit more about that and jump into some of what you mentioned about uh, self-belief and self-talk, because yes. I think that's huge when it comes to kind of reaching our full potential and, and growing. Last question, uh, Courtney, where can people connect with you and find you? So we're on Facebook, OTB Tax, and also our website, otbtax.com. Our phone number, you can reach out to us, is 8 eight six four six six three six 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 one. So that's eight six four six six three six one one one. Got it. Yes. <laughs> well, Courtney, thank you so much. Thank you. Definitely can't wait to see all the success that's coming your way. For all our listeners, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you hope you got a lot of value from it. And again, focus on the importance of home-based business. And if you need help along the way, I know Courtney's more than happy to help you out. We all want the sunshine, but don't want the rain. But you can't get the pleasure without a little pain. Let's grow.